Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message from our special guest. Merry Christmas, everyone! Selamat Natal, semua! I really love Christmas time. It's uh, it's definitely my favorite time of the year. Saya senang banget Natal. Ini adalah waktu yang paling menyenangkan buat saya. I love all the Christmas traditions. I love the songs, the movies. Saya suka semua tradisi Natal. Saya suka uh, apa? Um, film-film Natal juga. My husband Daniel is already sick of all of the Christmas movies I've been watching. Suami saya udah bosan banget sama semua film yang saya tonton. But Nina loves it, so I have a partner now. Tapi saya punya anak saya, anak saya suka banget, jadi saya punya partner sekarang. But it's it's interesting because Christmas is actually based on a totally non-traditional occurrence. Tapi ternyata Natal itu sama sekali bukan satu tradisi. Right, so we have all these Christmas traditions, but the first Christmas was something totally untraditional. Tapi pertama kali Natal itu sama sekali bukan satu tradisi. God thought of a really crazy way to save us. Tuhan punya satu cara yang luar biasa untuk menyelamatkan kita. I mean this, you know, a virgin birth and you know having a kid out of out of wedlock this was something totally unthinkable. Punya anak sebelum menikah itu satu hal yang tidak bisa dipikirkan. To have God come in the form of a baby. I mean you 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 can't make this stuff up. Tuhan datang dalam sebuah bentuk bayi itu sebuah hal yang tidak bisa dipikirkan. God did something totally new. Tuhan buat sesuatu yang sangat baru. And that's why I love the prophecy in Isaiah 43 where it says, "This is what the Lord says: He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way." in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Oleh karena itu dikatakan saya suka banget nubuatan dari Yesaya ini dikatakan beginilah firman Tuhan yang telah membuat jalan melalui laut dan melalui air yang hebat. Janganlah ingat hal-hal yang dahulu. Lihat aku hendak membuat sesuatu yang baru yang sudah tumbuh. Belumlah kamu mengetahuinya aku hendak membuat jalan di padang gurun dan sungai-sungai di padang belantara. See God made a way through the Red Sea, right? Tuhan membuat jalan di laut mati. He made a way through the wilderness. Dia membuat jalan di padang belantara. And I believe just like we sang today he wants to make a way in your life. Seperti yang kita nyanyikan tadi, dia mau membuat jalan dalam hidup Anda. He wants to make a way in your impossible situation. Dia mau membuat jalan di hal dalam hidup Anda yang tak ter tidak ada jalannya. He wants to do something totally new, totally crazy. Dia mau membuat sesuatu yang baru yang luar biasa. Do you believe that this morning? Apakah Anda percaya pagi ini? So recently this this scripture verse this prophecy really came to life for me. I was very fortunate to be able to go to Egypt. Nubuatan ini terjadi nyata buat saya kayak saya punya kesempatan pergi ke Mesir. I went for a friend's wedding and I actually was at the Red Sea. Saya pergi untuk menghadiri perkawinan teman saya dan saya ada di laut mati. So in case you don't believe me, I have a photo. Nah, ini dia foto saya. That's me and the white shirt there. Nah, itu saya paling depan. And I went snorkeling in the Red Sea and saya I just snorkeling di laut mati. I kept imagining, you know, what must this have looked like when God parted the waters here? Apa rasanya waktu dulu Tuhan membuat jalan ya di laut mati? 
And I also did a little excursion in the wilderness. Dan saya waktu itu jalan-jalan juga di Padang Belantara. But not by foot. I went on ATV. Dan saat di uh, mobil ATV ya. I bet the Israelites would really have loved to have one of these. Waktu itu zaman Isra- uh, orang-orang Israel pasti seneng banget nih kalau ada ATV di zaman itu. But that's where God made a way for them. Tapi ada satu jalan di situ. So The funny part of my trip there was that um, so we stayed at this resort that was at the bottom of a hill near the Red Sea. Jadi saya tinggal di hotel yang ada di bawah gunung di dekat laut mati. And the road into the resort was nice and paved and smooth. Jalan ke hotel itu bagus, sudah dibenerin, enak. And there was a very nice road from the airport to the town that was uh, at the top of the hill very nice and smooth ada jalan yang dibuka juga dari uh, airport ke kotanya itu but there was no road connecting the two there was no road connecting from the air the road from the airport to the road to the resort at the bottom of the hill jadi tidak ada jalan yang menghubungkan dari atas gunung ke uh, hotel yang di bawah bukit so every time we went out or back to the hotel we had to kind of Do some off-roading. Jadi waktu saya bolak-balik dari kota ke hotel, kita tuh harus lewat jalan berbatu-batu kayak off-road gitu. The road was very bumpy and uh, not very convenient to ride on. Jalannya berbatuan dan tidak nyaman sama sekali. To the point where I was thinking, I wonder, you know, how people, why people want to stay there. They might be discouraged to stay at this resort, even though the resort itself was very nice. The road to get there was very difficult. Dan saya memikirkan kenapa ya orang mau tinggal di hotel ini, jalan ke hotel ini enggak enak banget gitu. I kept thinking, why doesn't anyone just prepare the way? Dan kenapa enggak ada orang yang buat jalan? And that's what I want to talk about today. Dan ini yang mau saya bicarakan pagi ini. Prepare the way. Persiapkan jalan. Around Christmas time we often hear another uh, prophecy from Isaiah and it's about John the Baptist. Di Natal nih sekali kita dengerin nubuatan dari Yesaya dan dari Yohanes Pembaptis. It says a voice of one calling in the wilderness prepare the way for the Lord make straight in the desert a highway for our God. So John the Baptist he prepared the way for Jesus to bring the new covenant to earth to us. Dikatakan di kitab Yesaya ini ada persiapkanlah di padang gurun jalan untuk Tuhan luruskanlah di padang belantara jalan raya bagi Allah kita. Dan Yohanes Pembaptis yang menyatakan dari nubuatan-nubuatan ini. But what does it mean for us? Tapi apa artinya ini untuk kita? To prepare the way for the Lord in our lives. Untuk mempersiapkan jalan bagi Tuhan dalam hidup kita. Because again, I believe that God wants to make a way in your life. Dan saya percaya Tuhan ingin membuat jalan dalam hidup Anda. But he is calling us today. He's saying, "I want to make a way." Dan But, dia memanggil kita supaya kita bisa persiapkan jalan. But you need to prepare the way for me. Tapi engkau harus menyiapkan jalan itu untuk saya. So today I want to look at how can we prepare the way for the Lord to make a way in our lives. Dan bagaimana kita hari ini bisa belajar untuk mempersiapkan jalan bagi Tuhan untuk dalam hidup kita. So we're going to look at the Christmas story and and learn a few things from the characters in the Christmas story that show us how we can prepare the way. And saat ini kita ingin lihat dari cerita-cerita Natal dan belajar dari situ. So the first thing I see about all these Christmas story characters is that they're ready to encounter the Lord anytime, anywhere. Yang saya belajar dari beberapa hal ini adalah orang-orang ini bisa sudah bersiap sedia gitu dengan untuk Tuhan. Well, almost all of them. If we look at the first character, hampir semuanya ya, siap. 
The first person we see is Zachariah. Orang yang pertama yang kita lihat sekarang adalah Zakaria. If you look in Luke chapter 1, Zachariah is at the temple when he hears from the Lord. Lukas di Lukas kita lihat bahwa Zakaria ada dalam bait Allah ketika dia mendengar dari Tuhan. It seems quite logical, right? I mean, you go to the temple, you go to the church, you come to the gathering and you know, God speaks, right? Ya seperti seharusnya kita pergi ke bait Allah, Tuhan berbicara. Normal. But you see Zakaria wasn't ready. Tapi di sini Zakaria enggak enggak siap. He was scared actually. Dia takut. Did you come this morning expecting to hear from the Lord? Apakah engkau datang pagi ini engkau mempunyai uh, ekspektasi untuk mendengar dari Tuhan? Did you come ready to hear from him to apakah, encounter him this morning? Apakah engkau siap untuk bertemu dengan Tuhan pagi ini? It's very quiet here. <laughs> Amat sangat sepi. I know you weren't expecting to hear me preach. I'm sorry. Pastor Don's not preaching, but it doesn't matter. Ya. Aku tahu mungkin kau inginnya Pastor Don ternyata Rachel yang preach, tapi enggak enggak masalah. God can speak to you no matter who's up here. Tuhan bicara-bicara pada Anda siapapun yang bicara di atas ini. Through the music, through the preacher, through your friends here, through the prayer team, he can speak to you. Lewat apa aja, lewat musik, lewat pendeta, lewat teman Anda di sini, lewat apa aja. He wants to speak to you. Dia mau bicara dengan Anda. The question is are you ready? Uh, pertanyaannya apakah kita siap? Are you ready? Abang kau siap? <laughs> So this year especially I just want to encourage you when you come to our gatherings when you go to to if you're visiting today and you go back to your gathering at your home church go come prepared to hear from the Lord Ketika kita mau pergi kemanapun kita pergi ke gereja kemanapun kita harus siap untuk mendengar dari Tuhan Come expecting to hear from him Datang dengan satu ekspektasi Anda akan mendengar dari dia But it's not just not just a The gathering, not just in church that God can Bukan speak, hanya amen? di dalam gereja Tuhan bisa bicara. Let's look at Mary. Lihat uh, uh, Maria. Now Mary was alone. The Bible doesn't say specifically where she was. Presumably, maybe in her home. Uh, Maria dikatakan uh, bisa jadi mungkin di rumahnya. Dia uh, di, dijelaskan dengan detail. But we have to assume that she was alone because if there was a witness to the angel appearing and everything, her whole story about. You know, virgin conception would have been a whole lot more plausible, right? Jadi kita lihat aja mungkin di sini Maria waktu itu lagi sendirian ketika dia mendengarkan dari malaikat. So Mary was alone. Waktu itu Maria sendirian. What do you do in your alone time? Waktu kita sendiri ngapain nih? If we're talking about me, I, you know, I'm I'm a full-time mom and I also work part-time, so I don't get a whole lot of alone time, but when I do, I'm usually listening to something or turning on music or you know reaching for my phone. I feel weird not to have noise all around me. Kalau Rachel, Rachel biasanya kan seorang ibu gitu ya. Dia ada anaknya, dia uh, kalau dia sendirian dia nyalain tuh musik-musiknya karena dia rasa aneh kalau nggak ada suara sama sekali. I was actually one day I was, I was driving to a, a work meeting and I was alone. Suatu hari dia lagi di mobil, dia nyetir sendirian. And I was listening to a podcast about how we can cancel cancel the noise from our lives. Dia dengerin satu podcast judulnya adalah uh, stop suara-suara di sekeliling kita. And the speaker was saying, you know, many times we're afraid of silence. Pembicaranya bilang, kalau kita kadang-kadang tuh suka takut sama suara. In the silence, we have to face our own thoughts or hear what God wants to say and sometimes we're afraid of that. Kadang-kadang kita takut sama keheningan yang ada dalam kita, suara-suara mungkin suara uh, pikiran kita atau suara dari Tuhan. But we need silence. Tapi kita perlu keheningan itu. Silence causes us to pause. Keheningan itu membuat kita berhenti. 
Anyone feeling uncomfortable right now? Apakah ada yang gak nyaman saat ini? No, I, I just want to take a moment right now. Saya mau ambil satu waktu saat ini. God can speak to you. Tuhan bisa bicara dengan anda. In the silence. Dalam keheningan. So just take one minute. Mari kita dalam satu menit. If it helps, close your eyes. Kalau anda bisa uh, tutup mata anda. And just let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now. Dan biarkan Roh Kudus berbicara pada anda. God will fill your silence. Tuhan bisa merasakan keheningan anda. The Holy Spirit loves to speak in that gentle quiet whisper. Uh, Roh Kudus suka sekali berbicara pada satu uh, bisikan yang uh, lembut. So when you're alone, waktu Anda sendiri, be ready. Uh, siap-siap. Let God fill your silence. Biarkan Tuhan merasakan keheningan itu. Let him speak to you when you're alone. Biarkan dia bicara ketika Anda sendirian. But God doesn't always speak silently or quietly, right? Tapi Tuhan tidak selalu berbicara lewat keheningan. Look what happened to the shepherds. Lihat apa yang terjadi pada para gembala. The angel, the host of angels, filled the heavens, and there was lots of noise and lots of glory. Jadi and God spoke to them. Ada grup dari malaikat-malaikat yang datang kepada para gembala itu dan bersorak-sorai memuji Tuhan. And the shepherds were at work. Dan para gembala itu sedang bekerja. God can speak to you when you're at work too. Tuhan bisa bicara pada Anda ketika Anda sedang bekerja. Are you ready? Apakah Anda siap? The shepherds dropped everything. Para gembala itu uh, meletakkan segalanya. I don't know what happened to their sheep. Aku enggak tahu apa yang terjadi sama uh, domba-dombanya. Maybe they lost their jobs. Mungkin mereka kehilangan pekerjaan mereka. But they saw Jesus. Tapi mereka melihat Yesus. When you're at work, Ketika Anda dalam pekerjaan Anda. If the Holy Spirit tells you, "Hey, go pray for that person." Roh Kudus bilang, "Ayo, doain orang ini." Drop what you're doing and go pray for them. Ah, letakkan semua yang Anda lakukan, doakan orang itu. You have a busy, you know, if you when I was working uh, in the hotel, I used to always work during my lunch hour and I was busy, 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 busy. Waktu saya kerja di hotel dulu waktu jam makan siang, saya selalu kerja-kerja-kerja, sibuk. I know it gets crazy at work. Wah, saya tahu bisa uh, ribet banget waktu kerja. But I want to encourage you be ready to drop what you're doing. Tapi saya mau ingatkan untuk bisa letakkan apa yang sedang Anda lakukan. Even just being a listening ear to a colleague who's struggling. Mungkin jadi uh, pendengar untuk orang yang sedang ada masalah. That can make a huge difference. Itu bisa jadi satu perubahan yang luar biasa. So be ready to hear from the Lord and do what he's telling you while you're at work. Siap-siap untuk mendengar dari Tuhan dimanapun uh, waktu Anda kerja sekalipun. And of course You know, not just at work, not just when we're alone or bukan hanya itu aja waktu sendiri di gereja atau pada saat kerja. But God can even speak to us in our dreams. Tuhan bisa bicara juga dalam mimpi. Look at Joseph. Lihat Yusuf. He was going to quietly divorce Mary. Dia waktu itu mau diam-diam uh, cerain Maria. But then God spoke to him in a dream. Tapi Tuhan bicara sama Yusuf lewat mimpi. He said, "Mary, Mary." Dia bilang Maria, Maria. <laughs> So Joseph woke up and he did what God told him to do. Dan Yusuf bangun dari mimpinya dan dia lakukan apa yang harus dilakukan. Do you believe God can speak to you in a dream? Apakah engkau percaya Tuhan bisa bicara pada Anda lewat mimpi? Are you ready? Apakah engkau siap? Are you prepared? Apakah engkau siap? Before you sleep, do you say, you know what? God, I surrender my sleep, my dreams to you. Apakah sebelum Anda tidur Anda bilang Tuhan, saya serahkan semua mimpi dan tidur aku pada Engkau. If you want to speak to me in my dreams, go for it. Kalau Engkau ingin berbicara pada mimpiku dalam waktu tidur, silakan. Just do it. You never know. Lakukan, siapa tahu. Kita you know, tahu. I, I don't often have dreams, uh, but 
you know, and God doesn't often speak to me in dreams, but he did one time. Saya tidak selalu dengerin uh, suara Tuhan lewat mimpi, tapi pernah sekali. And you know, I, I, the Holy Spirit had actually been encouraging me to contact this person and and just say hello, pray for this person, and you know, I was praying for for this person, but I, I kept putting off contacting them. I just felt awkward. Saya tahu Roh Kudus ini sudah suruh saya untuk doain orang ini untuk ketemu orang ini, tapi saya selalu nunda-tunda itu. So this went on for maybe about a week. Waktu kira-kira seminggu. And then finally one night I had a dream about this person. Tiba-tiba saya mimpiin orang ini. So I said, "Okay, God. Well, I I mean, I don't really know what you want me to say or what to do. I feel awkward, but you know, I'll just try it." So I I contacted the person and I said, "I'm praying for you and let me know how I can pray for you." Iya, saya enggak gitu kenal orang ini, rasanya aneh, tapi waktu itu saya lakuin juga. Akhirnya saya ketemuin orang ini. You know what happened? Apa yang terjadi? Nothing. Enggak ada enggak ada apa-apa, biasa aja. So I don't know if it was God talking to me. Aku enggak tahu apakah itu benar Tuhan bicara sama saya. But I felt like it was, so I took a step of faith. Tapi saya enggak tahu, tapi saya ambil langkah iman. If God speaks to you in a dream, ketika Tuhan bicara sama Anda lewat mimpi, and you feel like the Holy Spirit is calling you to do something, kalau Anda merasa Roh Kudus menyuruh Anda melakukan sesuatu, just take a step of faith. Lakukan itu dengan langkah iman. You will never know. Anda tidak pernah tahu. You'll never know if it's God speaking or not if you don't take a step of faith. Anda tidak pernah tahu apakah itu suara Tuhan atau bukan kalau kita tidak pernah mengambil langkah iman. If God wants you to pray for someone or talk to someone and you feel awkward, kalau Anda suruh uh, Tuhan suruh Anda untuk bicara sama seseorang rasanya aneh. Take a step of faith. Ambil langkah iman. Because you could be a life changer that day. Karena Anda bisa mengubah kehidupan pada hari itu. So once again, you, you just have to be ready. Ya, sekali lagi kita harus siap. Be ready anytime. Siap kapanpun. Anywhere. Dimanapun. To encounter the Lord. Untuk uh, bertemu dengan Tuhan. And to do what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. Untuk melakukan apa yang Roh Kudus uh, ingin Anda lakukan. So the second way that I see from the Christmas story how we can prepare the way for the Lord in our lives is to surrender our plan. Dan hal kedua yang saya tarik dari cerita Natal bagaimana kita bisa mempersiapkan jalan untuk Tuhan adalah untuk uh, menyerahkan semua rencana kita pada Dia. I guarantee you that Mary and Joseph did not plan to have a baby this way. Saya yakin Maria dan Yusuf tidak pernah berpikir mempunyai bayi dengan cara seperti ini. If there's two things in life that people have a lot of plans for, it's weddings and kids. Dua hal right. yang Tuhan orang tuh suka rencanain adalah perkawinan, pernikahan sama punya bayi. I mean it doesn't matter if you're a planner or not. You probably have some idea or had some idea of how you wanted your wedding to go. Kalau an, yang mungkin Anda bukan seorang wedding organizer tapi Anda pasti punya ide bagaimana Anda ingin pernikahan Anda terlihat seperti. And I'm pretty sure you don't want to give birth to your baby in a stable. Anda pasti Anda tidak mau punya anak dalam kandang domba. But you see Mary Tapi dia lihat Maria. She said, "Let it be done as you have said." Dia bilang, uh, "Tuhan, uh, terserah apa kata engkau." She could have been killed. Dia she was surely dibunuh. ridiculed. Ya, dia bisa dipermalukan. Let it be done. Tapi dia bilang, "Terserah Tuhan as apa kata said. engkau. Apa yang terjadi sesuai katamu." You know, I I often work in the wedding industry and so I see firsthand a lot of couples have Very big plans for their wedding. Saya sering saya kerja di bagian apa uh, uh, wedding organizer. Saya sering melihat bagaimana orang merencanakan pernikahannya. But I, I have to say the weddings that are the hardest to to work in, and I'm sure my fellow colleagues will agree, is when the couple holds really tightly to their plan. 
Saya lihat sendiri ya mungkin teman-teman juga ngerti banyak orang-orang nih ya couple yang mau menikah kalau mereka tuh pegang rencananya mereka kuat-kuat sama pernikahannya. They don't want to be flexible. They don't want to listen to the organizer or to me my suggestions. They yeah. want to do what hmm. their plan says. Kalau couple-nya ini nggak nggak fleksibel nggak mau dengerin kata organizernya gitu ya. We suggest have a rain tent. It might rain. It's December. Oke, okay, no. punya tenda dong. Ini bulan Desember nih, nanti hujan. And then it rains. Nah, nggak mau, terus hujan. The couple insists I have to have a game right here, and the crowd is not ready. And then, ya, misalnya kapalnya mau punya ini permainannya di sini, terus it's, it's a yang siap. <laughs> They don't trust the people who know. Dia nggak percaya sa- orang yang ngerti. Yeah. They don't trust the people who see the whole event. Mereka enggak percaya sama orang yang udah lihat semua acaranya. In Proverbs 16 it says we can make our own plans. Di Amsal 16 dikatakan kita bisa membuat rencana kita. But the Lord gives the right answer. Tapi Tuhan yang memberikan jawaban yang tepat. You only see a portion of your life. Kita melihat cuma bagian kecil dari hidup kita. If if your life is a landscape, kalau hidup kita itu adalah satu uh, pemandangan, you're not even seeing one arah. Kita nggak nggak lihat sedikit dari itu. God sees the whole landscape of your life. Tuhan lihat seluruhnya dari hidupnya. Hidup But just just like Pastor Don was saying, this, the scripture from Proverbs 3 it says, trust. In the Lord. Ya seperti kata Pastor Don tadi bilang di Amsal 3, percayalah pada Tuhan. Don't depend on your own understanding. Jangan bergantung pada pengertian kita sendiri. Don't depend on what you can see. Jangan bergantung pada apa yang bisa kita lihat. But in everything you do. Tapi dalam setiap apa yang kita lakukan. Acknowledge that he is in charge. Percayakan bahwa dia itu tahu apa segalanya. And he will make your path straight. Dan dia akan buat jalan kita lurus. He will make the way. Dia akan buka jalan. He will make the way for dia you. Dia akan buka jalan untuk Anda. He just needs you to prepare it. Dan uh, dia hanya ingin kita mempersiapkannya. He just needs you to surrender that land and say, you know what? You make the way, God. Kita perlu serahkan semua pada Dia dan percaya bahwa Dia akan. I don't know jalan. how you're gonna do it. Kita tidak tahu bagaimana caranya. Doesn't seem like it's possible. Gak, rasanya nggak mungkin. But God, it's all yours. Tapi Tuhan semuanya milikmu. The last thing Hal yang that terakhir, I see, yang saya lihat. And it sounds cheesy when I say it. Ya mungkin ada aneh kalau saya katakan ini. But you gotta have faith. Kita harus punya iman. It doesn't take much. Gak, gak ngambil banyak. He said you only need a mustard seed of faith. Sekecil biji sesawi cukup. But you have to have faith. Tapi kita harus punya iman. I heard this other preacher say it this way. He said faith is a type of patience with mystery. Ada pendeta yang katakan ini bahwa iman itu adalah kesabaran yang misterius. I want to say it again. Faith is a type of patience with mystery. Iman itu adalah satu bentuk kesabaran yang misterius. You're in the mystery right now. Anda dalam satu uh, misteri. You don't know. Kita nggak nggak ngerti. You don't know how God is going to solve this one. Uh, kita nggak ngerti gimana caranya Tuhan bisa menyelesaikan ini. You have to have patience in the mystery. Kita harus punya kesabaran. Trustkan satu misteri. Trust that God can do what He promised. Percaya bahwa Tuhan akan melakukan yang telah Dia janjikan. Believe that He is all powerful. Percaya bahwa Dia itu begitu kuat. Even when we don't understand. Walaupun kita enggak ngerti. Look at Zachariah. Lihat Zakaria. Right? Gabriel told Zachariah, "You know what? Your wife 
is going to conceive in her old age. Dikatakan bahwa Zakaria istrimu akan mengandung pada waktu uh, dia sudah tua. Doesn't that sound familiar? Bukankah itu uh, kedengarannya pernah Ring terjadi? Any bells, pernah terjadi ya? Pernah ingat gak cerita siapa? Didn't God do that before? Pernahkah Tuhan melakukan ini sebelumnya? Oh ya, yeah, He did it with Abraham and Sarah. Dia lakukan itu pada Abraham dan Sarah. I mean, if anyone should have known about that story, it would have been Zachariah. He Kalau semua priest. yang tahu harusnya Zakaria dong. Dia seorang imam. Hello. I don't know what wilderness you're facing. Aku nggak tahu uh, padang gurun apa yang sedang kau hadapi. I don't know all of your problems, and saya I don't claim tahu. to. Saya nggak tahu semua masalah yang anda hadapi, dan saya nggak pernah bilang saya tahu. But I am pretty certain that it's not the first time anyone in this world has faced a problem like you're facing right Tapi now. Tapi saya tahu nggak nggak problem yang anda udah uh, yang lakuin sekarang, yang anda laluin sekarang itu udah pernah pasti terjadi sebelumnya. Zakaria. And Elizabeth were not the first couple that struggled with conception. Zakaria dan Elizabeth bukanlah pasangan pertama yang punya masalah punya anak. God made a way before. Tuhan pernah buat jalan sebelumnya. And he will do it again. Dan dia akan lakukan lagi. He will do it again for you. Dan dia akan lakukan lagi untuk he Anda. He will make a way for dia you. Dia akan buka jalan untuk Anda. But he's calling you today. You have to prepare the way for Tapi me. Tapi dia panggil engkau saat ini supaya engkau bisa mempersiapkan jalan. You have to be ready. Engkau harus siap. Be ready to hear from me. Siap untuk mendengar dari dia. Be ready to encounter from me. Siap untuk bertemu dengan dia. Surrender your plans. Let go. Serahkan semuanya pada Let dia. Let go of your expectations. Uh, be a uh, Uh, serahkan semuanya sama dia. Maybe you're thinking, you know what God, I should have I should have been I'm supposed to be married by now. Untuk mungkin Anda pikir, oh saya seharusnya sudah menikah sekarang. Maybe you're thinking, oh I should still be married right now. Oh, aku akan pikirkan, oh mungkin seharusnya aku masih menikah sekarang. I'm supposed to have kids by now. Oh, aku harusnya udah punya anak sekarang. Let go of your expectations. You only see a little bit. Biarkan saja uh, semua ekspektasimu itu. Kau cuma bisa lihat sekecil. Let go of ajab. those expectations. Let go of those plans. Biarkan letakkan semua uh, rencanamu. Surrender it to him and let him make the way. Serahkan semua rencanamu pada dia. Biar have, dia buka jalan. Have faith. Punya iman. Have faith that he will do it again. Punyalah iman bahwa dia akan melakukannya lagi. I want to just take a time. I'm going to invite the the worship team to play a song and and just we're going to have some time now. Kita akan ambil waktu sejenak sekarang. We want to pray for you. Saya mau berdoa untuk Anda. I know we had prayer before, but you know what? Kita punya doa sebelumnya tapi We're going to pray again. Kita mau berdoa lagi. And if you are struggling, kalau Anda mempunyai satu uh, problem, if you need to hear from the Lord again. You kalau, need a fresh touch. Kalau Anda ingin mendengar dari Tuhan lagi, engkau perlu sentuhan pertama itu. Or if you're finding it difficult to surrender your plan. Kalau Anda mempunyai masalah uh, untuk menyerahkan semua rencana Anda pada Dia. Maybe you're feeling disappointed because your expectations weren't met. Untuk mungkin Anda punya kecewa kalau misalnya ekspektasi Anda itu tidak pernah terjadi. Or you just you just feel like oh God, I don't know, help me in my unbelief. Atau mungkin anda ingin Tuhan percaya, uh, per, uh, tolong aku dalam tidak percayaanku ini. I just want to invite you to come to the front. We have Saya our prayer team anda. here. Uh, kita punya tim doa di tempat ini. We want to pray for you. Kita mau berdoa untuk anda. We want to pray with you. Kita mau berdoa bersama dengan anda. I just want to encourage you this morning. Saya ingin 
kita semua. God wants to make a way for you. Tuhan mau membuat jalan untuk He Anda. He wants to make a way in your impossible situation. Dia mau membuat jalan pada hidup Anda yang serasanya enggak ada jalan. He's not happy to see you suffering. That's Dia not tidak his, suka melihat Anda That's not your portion. That's not his, He wants to take your ashes and give you beauty. Dia mau mengambil debu dari Anda untuk menjadikannya satu uh, keindahan. He wants to give you joy for your pain. Dia mau memberikan sukacita dari dari kesusahan Anda. He wants to give you a garment of praise for your heaviness. Dia memberikan Anda satu sukacita dari semua beban Anda yang berat. He wants to make a way. Dia mau buat jalan. So he's inviting you this morning ya, to undang, prepare the way for him. Dia undang Anda saat ini untuk mempersiapkan jalan. Prepare the way for him in your life. Persiapkan jalan. Baginya dalam hidup Anda.